ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സൈറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് അഡ്വാൻഡ് ഡിസ്കോഴ്സ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഈസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് and following each part a short discussion is undertaken to reflect on the message this is a part of radio sai's thursday live hosted by sai prakash and prem every thursday at 7:30 pm only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony in this episode that was first broadcast live on 25th april 2013 mrs funny banda a balvikas guru for more than four decades participated as a guest the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered by bhagwan as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 today the clips played are continuation from the inaugural discourse delivered by bhagwan on the morning of 20th may 1990 Sairam Sai Prakash Sairam Prem I take this opportunity on behalf of you and the special guest in our studio to offer our humble pranams at Bhagwan's lotus feet and guide us in this endeavor of ours Sai Prakash I would like you to introduce our special guest to our listeners today Dear listeners it's my great privilege and honor to introduce auntie Mrs Funibanda who is here with us Auntie has been a really great inspiration to me and whenever i have interacted with her it's always about swami and so much of love and interest in swami and his teachings we are really fortunate to have aunty here who has been a balvikas guru for over four decades aunty this is our first endeavor and our first episode with you here i really hope by swami's grace we have many more episodes together and uh, we would really like to discuss with you how to take swami's message to children how to take it to balvikas because when swami gives a discourse it's meant for all in the audience but there are certain episodes chinna katha swami narrates and certain small examples that swami gives to illustrate a point which will really catch the attention of youth and of children we would really like to discuss with you in the coming episodes and even otherwise to try to illustrate some of those possibly even visually to bring home the point so we welcome you on this to this episode of shravanam mananam and dhyasanam thank you sai prakash last thursday i heard the first part and uh, certainly i didn't think that i would be participating in this second part yes. but then swami says life is full of surprises and uh, he always says be ready i don't know if i'm ready but this is a very nice surprise and uh, it is indeed my uh, privilege and pleasure to be here thank you ma'am it's our honor and pleasure to have you here aunty what we've done is uh, as you you've heard the last week's episode we've taken the 1990 summer course series Yes. Uh the summer course which Swami restarted after a gap of so many years. Yes. And the first summer course which was held specially for the university students of course the school students too participated. Before we go on with this program we would like to ask you your reflections about this series. I'm sure you as a Balvikas guru would have had the opportunity to study this entire series. So we would like to know from you what you think about our selection if I could say so. Yes, it's a very good selection. I did it once. all the discourses okay. uh, in the study circle mm-hmm. uh, for elders which we have we humorously call the study circle since balvikas is balvikas we humorously call it badavikas <laughs> okay <laughs> and uh, because it's very pertinent because it's pertinent to daily life uh, we function with the body senses mind buddhi therefore one should know how to function with these instruments in order to achieve the fulfillment of human life and we are using these instruments all the time therefore it's it's a very good uh, topic to take because it's so pertinent for life 
very beautiful episode because auntie is saying these are instruments we are using right. then the question i think at the end of the 16 discourses would be who am i <laughs> because if i am using the instruments of the body mind etc then i think at the end of the discourse uh, series of discourses swami really drives home that point yes yes and the other thing which we can notice even in this discourse even the small clip which we played we played only about 15 minutes how swami breaks down the you know the most profound of truths swami starts by saying the truth is the ultimate and i'm sure that most people who there would have been boggled by that statement and it's not yes. very easy to comprehend even for uh, any of us yes and then how swami breaks it down how swami brings in indian culture into that and yes. how swami brings in humanness into that aspect yes. that is so beautiful true prem do you uh, think we should summarize the last uh, episode yeah okay. i'll try to do that it's just as i said a 15 minute clip but i'll quickly go through the important points which swami made because that will help us connect to what uh, is here to follow okay as i said swami started with the importance of truth swami said truth yes. is all important and that truth is brahman so that is the statement with which swami starts and then swami talks about indians indians bharatiya swami says bharatiyas are those that always foster truth So Swami is defining Bharatiyas on the basis of truth. So it's not just uh, being born in India. Right. It's not being born in <laughs> India. <laughs> and then uh, Swami makes a very important point. He says that those who wish to promote universal harmony will have to always pursue and foster truth and righteousness. Then Swami says that that is why Indians always fostered for universal harmony because they fostered for truth by you know you can say by default they were actually working for universal harmony. and then swami says uh, this is about truth and in the description to truth swami says the truth is that which does not submit to anything true it does not submit to power of any sort of physical or uh, political or wealth it is beyond any of these things and uh, then swami speaks about connecting humanness with truth swami says the essence of a human life is to be human yes to call yourself yes. human you need to be human yes and Swami also says that the problem today with modern culture which is taking us away from this concept of truth and being human is because it is leading us to external pursuits what was actually meant for going within is now forcing us to go without and uh, as i can see here what swami says is that pursuit of truth is actually oneness and in the pursuit of going out you are trying to become self centered oh okay where uh, you know from unity we are looking at diversity and each one grabbing from the lot so what you are saying is science and technology that has been developed is um, do you think engaging the mind or distracting the mind what would you say yeah the swami actually very clearly says these are all distractions okay which take you away from the inward path mm mm-hmm. and swami says that you can't say that there are no youth who are thinking about the nation Mm-hmm. but these self centered youth are going out to protect the nation that causes a disparity okay you have to be established in truth to try and as swami made that point that to protect universal harmony you need to protect the truth within yes okay. but swami is saying that here you are giving out that pursuit of going within and you're trying to protect the country so i think he says if you protect satya and dharma truth and righteousness that is enough right. that will protect the country in and swami also says that you know if you look at past leaders mm-hmm. in pre independent india these were all people who were striving for nation's prosperity and nation's independence mm-hmm. through the pursuit of truth and spirituality yes. yes and they were ideal leaders and they are the ones who are lacking today and that has led to generations of youth coming without proper leaders and i think that is the point where swami stops and the last point which swami made very beautiful point is Swami says you know Indian culture always emphasized on four purushatas dharma artha kama moksha and swami says that dharma is like the head and moksha is like the feet correct which means dharma is the guiding uh, light and the feet that is the path the path should lead towards moksha no man has become like without head and without feet mm-hmm. he is only after artha and kama yes i think what swami yes. said was dharma which is like the feet and moksha which is compared to the head okay um so dharma is the path that you take and moksha is the head okay so he said uh, we should follow dharma and 
uh, moksha but people are following only kama and artha right uh, so it is like a body with no head and no feet and only the torso correct the dharma has to be linked to artha artha and dharma kama. right and kama and moksha exactly earn wealth spend wealth righteously no it's being you know it's in trust yes neither do you bring it neither you take it correct so and the desire the desire should be linked to moksha fulfillment of life yes for oh, moksha that's very beautiful <laughs> and then i think he goes on to say that imitation is human creation is divine uh, that came in the context of bharatiyas trying to ape the west forgetting their own culture right i think um, he started off with truth then went on to bharatiya culture and then brought in this uh, dharmartha kam moksha and then said we should not imitate we right. should stick to our own truth so i think let us go to the next uh, part of swami's discourse sure. what what is your plan you think there are clips of 10 minutes each okay. so maybe we'll listen to the 10 minutes okay and then we'll try whether how we can reflect upon it okay sure గడిచిన యాభై సంవత్సరములకు పూర్వము ఫిఫ్టీ ఇయర్స్ ఎగో యువతి యువకులు దేశాభిమానము కలిగి సంస్కృతి అభిమానం చేత వారి యొక్క జీవిత జాడలను సరైన మార్గంలో అనుసరిస్తూ వచ్చారు బాయ్స్ అండ్ గర్ల్స్ ఫర్ ఫాలోయింగ్ అండ్ హ్యావింగ్ పేట్రియాటిజం అండ్ లవ్ ఆఫ్ దర్ ఓన్ కల్చర్ దేర్ ఫర్ దేవర్ ఆల్వేస్ ఆన్ ద రైట్ ఆనాటి దేశ నాయకులు గురువులు పండితులు ఆదర్శ పురుషులుగా రూపొందుతూ వచ్చారు the leaders of those days the parents the teachers they were all exemplary vari mata aacharana ekamga avistu vacharu there was unity between their word and thought trikarana suddhi tho karyamanu aacharistu vacharu they always conducted themselves with the purity of the three anduvarane yuvati yuvakulu varini anusaristu vari adugu jaadallo nadustu vacharu that was the reason why the youth implicitly followed the leaders and always were on the right path aati yuvati yuvakulu yokka gadulu yandu aadarshavantulainatundi yokka nayakulu yokka chitramulu pavitramainatundi yokka avatara tattvamulu chakkaga varu aaradhistu dani valla aadarshavantamaina jeevithanni anubhavistu vacharu the youth of those days used to decorate in their rooms the great leaders and the avatara purushas and always worshiped them followed the right path ఈనాటి ఆదర్శవంతమైనటువంటి యొక్క గురువులు కానీ ఆదర్శవంతమైనటువంటి యొక్క నాయకులు కానీ కనిపించటం లేదు టుడే వీ కెనాట్ కమ్ అక్రాస్ ద సచ్ ఎగ్జాంపులరీ అండ్ ఐడియల్ లీడర్స్ ఆర్ టీచర్స్ వారు చెప్పినది ఒకటి చేయనిది మరి ఒకటి దే టెల్ సంథింగ్ అండ్ డూ ఆపోజిట్ అందువలననే ఈ యువతి యువకుల యొక్క విశ్వాసములు క్రమక్రమేణా దిగజారుతూ వచ్చింది దట్ ఈస్ ద రీజన్ వై the youth have lost confidence in elders ee naadu yuvati yukulu yokka gadulu yendu tama aaradhana devatalu kevalamu oka cinema leaders ga teesukuntu vacharu today in the rooms of the youth you can find the cinema actors photos as their great idols ee vidhanga yuvati yukulu yokka buddhulu digitari povadaniki kaaranam em what is the reason for this kind of degeneration in the minds of students కేవలము భారతీయ సంస్కృతి ఎందు సరియైన విశ్వాసమును కలిగి సరియైనటువంటి ప్రబోధనలు చేసేటువంటి నాయకులు లేకపోవటమే కారణం ది రీజన్ ఈస్ దట్ దెర్ ఇస్ ల్యాక్ ఆఫ్ లీడర్స్ హు హావ్ ఫర్మ్ ఫెయిత్ ఇన్ ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ అండ్ హు హావ్ బీన్ ప్రాక్టీసింగ్ దట్ ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ భారతీయ యొక్క సంస్కృతి ఇండియన్ కల్చర్ వేష భాషలు ఎందే కాక నాట్ మేర్లీ రెస్ట్రిక్టెడ్ ఆచార విచారములు ఎందే కాక and not also merely kanugunu kudanu tellavari modalu ratri varaku kudanu manaku kanipinchetundi anta kudanu bharatiya sanskruti whatever you come across in the daily routine from the dawn to the dusk is full of indian culture sanskruti ante emito gurtinchaleinatundi vyaktulu aneka mandi untunnaru ee naadu bharatadesham nundi in today's india there are innumerable number of people who do not know the meaning of indian culture ఈ యొక్క సంస్కృతియే లేకుండినా మానవ జీవితమే లేదు ఇఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో కల్చర్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో హ్యూమన్ లైఫ్ వాట్స్ ఇట్ ఈస్ లైఫ్ ఈ విధమైనటువంటి మార్గమనే మనం ధిక్కరించి పెడమార్గమును అనుసరిస్తూ మనము శాంతి భద్రత దూరం అయిపోతున్నాము యాజ్ వీఆర్ గివింగ్ అప్ ద వే ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ వీఆర్ గోయింగ్ ఆన్ ద రాంగ్ పాత్ అండ్ వీఆర్ లూజింగ్ బోత్ సేఫ్టీ సుఖము 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 అనేటువంటి దానిని ఆశిస్తూ వస్తున్నారు 
Every person is aspiring to have happiness, happiness, unhappiness. Comfort. Comfort. They have not been able to recognize the real meaning of comfort. Eating four times a day, sleeping comfortably, sleeping comfortably, seeing three or four times either the cinemas or the television, Forgetting the world is considered to be Tinatamu, Tragatamu, Nidinchamu, Prabanchani, Matatamu, Manuka Puttavas in there. Is it necessary to be born as a human being to eat, drink, sleep, and waste one's time? Pashapachi Brugadu, Tinatam Leda, Nidinchitam Leda, Avanchani, Matitan Leda. Are not animals, birds, and bees sleeping, eating, drinking? For the sake of this, should a person be born as a human being at all? Jantunam Narajan Madhulapam. It is rare to get a human life. We are forgetting such a sacred nature of human life. That is the reason why people are not able to recognize what our Indian true culture is. There are extraordinarily divine feelings and ways what relating to the world and achieving the object of the world and object of the other world and the transcendent world in Indian culture. The one which can be transformed, that is real culture. The word Samskruti has taken its birth from the root word Samskruti. Samskruti really refers to the process of transforming everything which is raw into a refined thing and enjoying it. Here is a small example. We partake rice every day. How many types of processes the rice had to undergo before it is used? First thing is removing paddy from the grass. Removing the chaff from the green. And then the rice itself is being cooked. And that well-cooked rice is being partaken. On account of all these processes of transformation, we have been able to partake rice as food. This kind of samskara or transformation increases the value of the If there is a bag of paddy, it might cost about 100 rupees. But after it is being processed and made polished rice etc., it costs 600 rupees per bag. What is it that makes a bag of paddy when it is transformed into rice from 100 rupees to 600 rupees value? It is an account of the which if you burn it and transform it into stainless steel, it is what is kani What is it that makes its value 1000 rupees? It is this kind of processing. This processing and the transformation has made the article so very useful, its value has grown and it is then worth a thousand rupees in one. 
సంస్కరింపచేసే అనుభవిస్తూ వచ్చారు రైట్ ఫ్రమ్ ఏన్షియన్ డేస్ భారతీయ ఇది ఒక వస్త్రము హియర్ ఇస్ ఎ క్లాత్ అయితే ఇది వస్త్రంగా మారడానికి ఎన్ని రకములైనటువంటి సంస్కారం పొందింది హౌ మెనీ టైప్స్ ఆఫ్ ప్రాసెసింగ్ అండ్ ట్రాన్స్ఫర్మేషన్ అండ్రగోగా ఉంటుంది ఫస్ట్ ఇట్ వాస్ కాటన్ తదుపరి నూలుగా మారి దెన్ ఇట్ బికెమ్ థ్రెడ్ ఈ నూలు నేటం చేత దెన్ వస్త్రంగా తీర్చిద్దాం దెన్ ఓన్లీ ఇట్ హెస్ బికమ్ ఏ క్లోత్ కనుక ప్రతిని ప్రతిగానే మనం అనుభవించడం లేదు వీఆర్ నాట్ ఎంజాయింగ్ క్లోత్ సంస్కరింపచేసి తదుపరే దానిని ధరిస్తూ ఉన్నాము ఇలాంటి సంస్కారమునకు తగినటువంటి కృషి మనం చెయ్యాలి కనుక విద్యార్థులు ఈనాడు విద్యతో పాటు టుడే స్టూడెంట్స్ అలాంగ్ విత్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ వివేకము డిస్క్రిమినేషన్ వివేకంతో పాటు వినయము హ్యూమిలిటీ వినయంతో పాటు విచక్షణ అండ్ అలాంగ్ విత్ దాట్ ఈ రకమైనటువంటి సంస్కారముల చేతనే మానవత్వం మన పరిపూర్ణత్వాన్ని పొందడానికి వీలవుతుంది ఓన్లీ విత్ సచ్ గ్రేట్ గుడ్ క్వాలిటీస్ అండ్ వర్చ్యూస్ హ్యుమానిటీ కెన్ బికమ్ డివినిటీ సో దట్స్ ద నెక్స్ట్ టెన్ మినిట్స్ ఆఫ్ దట్ డిస్కోర్స్ అండ్ స్వామీస్ కంటిన్యూయింగ్ విత్ దట్ ఎక్సే స్వామీస్ కంప్లైంట్ అబౌట్ ద ల్యాక్ ఆఫ్ ఐడియల్స్ ఇన్ ద సొసైటీ వేర్ స్వామీస్ గోయింగ్ ఆన్ టు సే the most important point i feel swami is making is you don't have men who have harmony of thoughts word and deed yes. we don't lack people who speak good words i think we lack people who yes don't translate, translate them that into, into yes. action uh, once swami had said that the ancients because they always had this harmony of thought word and deed what they spoke had so much power that it would actually take place and uh, is also saying that uh, the teachers and elders many times they don't synchronize their thought word and deed uh, when my daughters were small uh, they were in the admitted in the upper kg mm-hmm. uh, that was one of the first things which i realized because we tried to enforce this at home if we said something even something small then we did it so that they would realize you know that what you say means is the word is valuable what you Correct. say has to be translated into action yes so they were enrolled this was the first day in the upper kg mm-hmm. and the teacher gave some small assignment to the children and she said if it's not done properly then the next day she would take them to the principal okay. so uh, next day when they were to get ready for school there was some a little fear i don't want to go to school and so when i inquired this is what they said so i said okay i will come with you and you know i thought i'll get to the bottom of this and uh, so i asked the teacher and she said no no you know i just said that <laughs> whatever you know they don't have to take these things so literally they are unnecessarily fearful mm. and you know i thought to myself now this is the first thing experience that they you know mm. that i'll have to explain that yes sometimes in the outside world it happens but we have to know for ourselves what truth is and stick to it right. and that was uh, i mean uh, people do say things which they don't actually do yes. so you have to explain that to them right. yes and you know to yes. look back that was one of the first dramas which swami staged chepinattu chestaru chepinattu chestaru yes and i think uh, quite a similar episode of the teacher is yes. not following what they yes. say exactly yes and i think you know one more thing which strikes me is this is supposed to be a summer course for students youth mm-hmm. but swami is not you know shying from addressing the elders yes because he is yes. making a very clear point that you know elders are the ones who are inspiring the youth and also the youth are going to be elders tomorrow and it becomes you know their onus that they don't do the same mistake which probably their uh, elders are doing swami started with tr- <laughs> with truth and he is speaking the truth here <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing which really caught my attention is he says now nowadays the posters are replaced with cinema actors and uh, film stars but if you think of it they are acting in the film that is not even their real life 
it's so symbolic in the sense you are going behind somebody not even knowing suppose they are following the film star for his actual life his contact and if they are inspired by it i think that that is fine but they are going by what they are acting in the cinema and they are taking that as their ideal it yes. really sounds very shallow yes. and uh, i remember once you know when we were in our school days in our 8th 8th standard i remember very clearly swami came to the hostel and he was very upset because in those days some some students had heard some of the movie songs mm-hmm. listen uh, with a transistor <laughs> with a transistor some students were listening to movie songs so swami was very upset with it mm-hmm. and uh, when i think of that i'm trying to think what swami was driving at and i think swami <coughs> is trying to say what is the power of the senses and uh, here he is giving so much importance to what you see and uh, i have heard swami saying many times that the sight is very powerful i mean you see good do good be good but first yes. is always the sight yes. you know um, in the word satya yes uh, we can recall swami breaks it up into sa tha and ya mm-hmm. sa is divine yes and tha stands for tapas okay oh. how many of thought word and deed okay and okay. ya is yama or sense control so the path to truth mm-hmm. the goal and the path to truth both are contained in the word satya, satya. the truth tapas through conscious effort to practice harmony of thought word and deed and sense control that will reveal the truth or the divinity wow, very beautiful <laughs> now and talking of swami emphasizing on the thought being very pure i'm reminded of uh, one of my seniors shared this with me you know they were in kodaikanal with swami and swami had uh, revealed to them the, his plan that he wanted to get back to prashantinilayam uh, to brindavan before ishwarama day starts so they were trying their best to extend the stay as much as possible so that they could spend more time with swami so they came up with this idea that they will put up a drama okay and the drama went by that there is a man who gets caught in uh, the habit of bribing and there's a strike in the factory which he's running and the whole thing and somehow swami comes into his life So the last scene of the drama is you know he asks like you know I want to go and see Swami where can I go and see Swami so the character who actually introduces Swami to him mm. he says Swami is actually in Kodaikanal in fact Swami is going to spend Ishwarama day in Kodaikanal <laughs> <laughs> so you know we all can go to Kodaikanal yeah. darshan so the drama was over and all the yeah. students were in front of Swami and Swami said yes boys i got the message <laughs> but you know very politely Swami said no see i've already given my word they made all arrangements But you know what Swami said after that was very very beautiful. Swami said, "But I am very pained." Swami said, "Very pained." And uh, Swami went on to say that the fact that my boys are even thinking about things like bribe, strike, and uh, you know violence mm. that hurts me. I don't even want you to think of such things. You know, here Swami says uh, he explains that how everything is a part of Bharatiya culture. not just uh, not just uh, the clothes speak. and yeah. the, he says the manner of dressing speaking working and playing and what better example than swami himself i mean uh, in a way he was the embodiment of culture and uh, the way he conducted the way because right from childhood we have been seeing his feet he would cut the nails so deep so that it won't hurt anybody and uh, that uh, the whole concern for others that i really think is great culture there is an episode where in kodaikanal mm-hmm. because i think kodaikanal is one of the places where students are sitting inside the mandir and swami goes out for darshan and then when he comes back the students actually are waiting inside <laughs> the mandir and um, swami would come back from darshan and then he would go to the bathroom and come back then um, swami told see when i go out there is a lot of dust that sticks on to my feet and when i come near you i don't want you to touch my feet so first i go and wash my feet <laughs> and then come out uh, i mean <laughs> he set example at every yes. level yes. and uh, if, if just well listening to this i got reminded of this how swami set example at every level very e- true everything yes. you know even the very act of swami inviting people inside the interview room Yes, you know, Swami would open the door. Correct. And Swami would stand in the entrance and like ask the people host, to come in, like the host. And when he would, you know, ask them to leave, he would be the first one to come out, and he would assure them outside. Very true. And I think, you know, when we as students were sitting there, 
Swami never told us that look at what I'm doing. You're supposed mm. to do this. <laughs> But we know that if Swami is doing, that's the best practice. And exactly. I think somewhere it's inbuilt in us. And now when we sit and admire Swami and say that what Swami did, and we are able to point out these things and say these are all you know, beautiful culture. He played yes. the perfect host. Uh, even when he called somebody for interview, if they were not able to sit on a sit on the ground, he would make sure there's a chair arranged Absolutely, for them. Absolutely, yes. And in fact, uh, I'm reminded you know, the alumni meet which was held. Swami invited all the alumni into the uh, Purnachandra Hall. The first batch student was sitting in the very end, mm-hmm. and uh, as the session was going on, there was somebody speaking. Swami called Brother Satyajit and told him something. Mm-hmm. So immediately, Satyajit ran till the end of the hall. and brought a chair and kept for that person yes. because swami saw that he was struggling to sit down oh okay and immediately swami sent a chair for him and yes. so, uh, in a crowd like that i yes. don't think anybody would be noticing yes. things I such as that i think that sensitivity towards sensitivity right others i think that is a very very important aspect of culture sensitivity and yes. care for others here swami very beautifully differentiates between comfort and what is real comfort you know going further into what swami actually spoke there can be no human life without samskriti it is a way of life and uh, he says that people think eating four times a day sleeping viewing television is comfort but i think what swami is really trying to uh, tell us here is what is true happiness and what is true comfort true he says that unless you are human and um, you have to aspire for human happiness um he says uh, just for eating and sleeping is it necessary to be born human <laughs> i remember humorously him saying once that uh, the way man goes after food if he went after god the way he goes after food <laughs> okay <laughs> yes. I, that's yes. very true and uh, of course we know how ramkrishna parvamsa said are you thinking and pining for god like a man sinking in the ocean yes how desperate yes. he is He's for air yeah another striking statement which swami makes is you no know, indian culture is not after objects of life but the objective of life okay mm. that's a yeah. very yes. strong point and you know yes. uh, we've heard swami say this many times that yes. jantu nam narajanma durlabham the human life is so sacred yes. one of my teachers in the university once explained this in a scientific manner mm-hmm. why is human life so precious So he said you know every organism every mammal has this process of homeostasis happens mm-hmm. a student of biology is here i think he will be able to explain better so homeostasis is a process by which the body is kept in an equilibrium temperature so that all processes in the body go on mm-hmm. so he said the nearest ancestor of the homo sapien the chimpanzee variety which is there close to 96% of its brain function is used up in maintaining this body temperature homeostasis and he said when it comes to human beings mm. it's like 4 or 5% <laughs> my god what a so leap he said you know even physiologically there's such a leap between these apparently very nearby species mm. and he says then then we have to think what is the rest of the brain for what is the rest of the mind power meant for mm. and i think that's what swami is you know re- reiterating here that if you're going to eat and sleep and you know yes. procreate like the rest of creation <laughs> in what is how the specialty you of you being a human being exactly how do you justify a human birth swami explains the word bharatya as uh, b the letter b in bharatya for bhagwan yes and rati ra rati attachment yes. attached so the bharatyas are those who should remain attached to god and the samskriti which as swami says is a process of refinement Yes. Yes. This Bharatiya Samskriti has spirituality as its core. So the, as you mentioned, the human birth, the residual animal nature. Swami says the spirituality, the residual animal nature has to be given up, so that the human nature can blossom, and then you realize your own innate divinity. So that is the Samskriti, which should be a way of life for man, and he should be after that. correct samskriti correct is what he says uh, we should manifest this inherent divinity yes so and I then he goes on to say about the importance of samskriti like how every even mundane object in life mm-hmm. is actually attaining its value because of the process of refinement which it goes through correct some innumerable examples here swami is talking of cotton of paddy yes and of uh, you know something like a watch metal yeah 
and he often say mentions gold ornaments mm-hmm. as well right. you know unless it's put into fire and actually the goldsmith bring, gives it a beautiful shape when i was just going th- uh, listening to this example of the watch which sami gives mm-hmm. you know sami is saying that a piece of steel yes. is worthless but yes. when it goes through the process of refinement and becomes a watch mm-hmm. it gets value but you know just looking at it even the watch mm-hmm. when it is no more useful as a watch yes it again becomes a, a lump of metal correct so i think each one of us is like that the, we have to go through the process of purity and samskriti but then after that we need to be useful continuously useful continuously useful to the society yes. after having reached that yes. state yes i think that's what samskriti is all about <laughs> swami is giving the example of these uh, objects right and uh, when they are refined they become more valuable and more useful so similarly our uh, mind and thoughts and senses they also have to go through this process of refinement correct so that they can be you know used in this world used in our human life or what we have to for the purpose for the correct purpose and that's you know pretty much what swami said in the first part when swami said don't try to protect the nation correct. try to protect righteousness and truth within yes it will automatically protect the nation yes. and bring you know some harmony you know in this process of refinement i am reminded of an example uh, this purification uh, swami says that um, we put all kinds of things into the mind via the senses and he describes the senses as the windows of the mind okay mm? and uh, he compares the mind to a bucket of dirty water mm-hmm. wherein all kinds of things have been put in now it is not possible to get rid of that dirty water at one go we Got can't it. empty the bucket mm-hmm. so now what should we do to get pure water in the bucket so he says you simply pour uh, in pour uh, pure water into the bucket correct and the more purity that goes in gradually the dirty water will be out mm-hmm. and eventually you will have only the pure water so for the senses that is the kind of uh, refinement for human beings that we put in only purity and monitor what goes in through the five senses yes. and this is shankara shankaracharya he used to have a disciple who used to patrol up and down the mm-hmm. ashram mm-hmm. all the time saying jagrata 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 be careful be careful be careful so that this process of refinement would continue so i think shall we go on to yeah. the next segment we'll play the next clip which is also about 10 minutes okay and let's listen to what swami has to say manavudu paripoorthu kavalanukunte if man has to become and grow into his perfection here is an example oka vittanam mana bhoomilo naadutunnam we saw a seed into our not in atomic vittanamu chinnaga rendu aakulato mokka bayal jerutundi and this seed becomes a seedling ee kramakramina kommalu remalato paatu roopandutundi then it becomes into a small sapling and then it ayokka vrichamu lopala phalamunu manaku andistundi it gives fruits later on ide vittanam yokka paripoornatvam and this is the fulfillment and growth in the manavatham anetvanti kevalamu oka vittanam vanti human beings when we compare it to those seeds varini aneka rakamulaga manam sanskarimpa chesinappudu adi ye oka vishalamaina prevatatvanga kommalu remmaluga roopandutundi only when we foster this and develop into its fullness then only it grows into a tree of humanity tadupari the branches of life bhadratanitti phalani kudunu ee oka vrucham andistundi this tree also gives the fruits of peace and protection adiye manavuni yokka paripoornata that is the fullness of human prema 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 anabadetinte daiva gunamunu manavuni varike maatrame manam parimiti gavincharadu love which is such a divine quality should not be confined only to a human premanu పశుపక్షి మృగాదుల వరకు కూడా నువ్వు ప్రసరింపచేయాలి వీ హ్యావ్ టు ఎక్స్టెండ్ అవర్ లవ్ బియాండ్ ది హ్యూమన్ బీయింగ్స్ అండ్ గో రైట్ అప్ టు ద యానిమల్స్ అండ్ బర్డ్స్ ఇలాంటి విశాలత్వమును మనం పెంచుకోవటమే నిజమైనటువంటి సంస్కృతి అండ్ ట్రూ కల్చర్ కన్సిస్ట్ ఆఫ్ డెవలపింగ్ సచ్ బ్రాడ్ మైండెడ్ భావాన్ని విస్మరించి గివింగ్ అప్ దట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ విశాల భావాన్ని అభివృద్ధిపరిచి వీ షుడ్ డెవలప్ బ్రాడ్ మైండెడ్నెస్ తనకు తాను అనుభవించి వీ షుడ్ ఎంజాయ్ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ అది మందికి పంచినప్పుడే ఈ మానవత్వము 
దివ్యత్వంగా మారగలదు వివరింపజేసినటువంటి వేదములు అద్వేష్ట సర్వభూతానాం ఎవరిని కూడా మనం ద్వేషించరాదు అనేటువంటిది పవిత్ర బోధన కావించటంలో ఉండేటువంటి అంతరార్థం ఏమిటి ద ఇన్నర్ మీనింగ్ ఆఫ్ ది డిక్లరేషన్స్ ఇన్ ది ఇండియన్ స్క్రిప్చర్స్ డూ నాట్ హేట్ ఎనీ వన్ వాట్ ఇస్ ది ఇన్నర్ సిగ్నిఫికెన్స్ ఆఫ్ ఇట్ కనుక మనము ఈ చదువుతో పాటు భారతీయ సంస్కృతి కూడా గుర్తించడానికి దానివల్ల మనం ఆచరించడానికి తగినటువంటి కృషి చేయాలి we have to make efforts to learn this education along with it the true indian culture and practice it ee naati manavattamulo jagatu ye vidhamga roopandinadi meeke telusina you know the state in which humanity is suffering today manavudu vese prati adukkudanu dharmam tapputunnadi every step that man is undertaking is going away from righteousness prati palukulo kudunu satyam sadalipothundadi every word that he utters is far from prati aalochane endu kodanu durudrushti nashichipothundadi every thought is confined to narrow mindedness prati drushti endu kodanu prema tarigipothundadi there is no love in his vision abhyaday bhavalu aduganthipothunnai and progressive ideas are not to be seen at all aashyaspadamaipothundadi spirituality is becoming ridiculous it is being ridiculed kevalu kulamata deshala anetundi perigipothunnai hatred between religion and religion caste and caste religion selfishness and selfish interest they are taking extraordinary steps maravani endu chaitanyam challavadi potundadi the consciousness is loosening itself sankalpam kodano swarthanga roopandutundadi every thought is filled with selfishness దీనికంత కారణమే వాట్ ఈస్ ది రీజన్ ఫర్ ఆల్ దిస్ కారణాన్ని మనం విచారించడం లేదు వీఆర్ నాట్ సర్చింగ్ ఫార్ ద రీజన్ కేవలం ఈ దృశ్య కల్పితమైనటువంటి యొక్క వివేకములు అవివేకాన్ని మాత్రమే మనం గుర్తించడానికి ప్రయత్నిస్తున్నాము వీఆర్ ఓన్లీ కాన్సన్ట్రేటింగ్ ఇన్ ట్రైంగ్ టు అండర్స్టాండ్ ది ఎక్స్టర్నల్ వరల్డ్ అండ్ ది ఎక్స్టర్నల్ ఆబ్జెక్ట్స్ పాప భీతి లేని పామరత్వము పట్టి we are following the sinful path bereft of the fear of sin daiva priti leni dani batti and we are also giving up love for god manavatvam adage manavulanduna therefore humanity is hidden in human being vishya shanti kidiye viplavambu and this is responsible for all the revolutionary things in the world if you say today the entire peace of the world is disturbed what is the cause papa bhiti daiva preeti sangha neeti ni kolupoyina we have given up fear of sin love for god and societal morality kevalam manavudu manavudane aakara manavatvamtone manam jeevisthunnam we are satisfying ourselves by remaining humans only in form itti aakara manavani valla lokaniki emathram kodunu manchi cheyaledu human beings in form alone can never do any good for the world aakara vichara manavudiga roopundali we have to transform ourselves into human being in our own actions and in our own thoughts vicharamulu leka aakara manavani valla manchi cheyatundi pramadame ee naadu paristhiti it is the great danger which has befallen the society on the account of the humans in form and not in their deeds and not in their thoughts dear students meeru chaduvuto paatu along with education desham yokka vishwasamunu develop faith in our own nation desha kalyanamunu the welfare of the country drishti andinchukovali keep in your view these two things mana prachina kalam nundi ayindava sampradayamu loka samastha sukhino bhavantu andaru sukham ga undali anetundi mana bharatiyunu yokka ayindava sampradayamu our indian tradition and culture is right from ancient days that everyone should be happy and have welfare aadhyatmika sampatti valla from spiritual wealth ee deshamulokunu sushtiramaina shanti bhadrata chekuchutu vachinatundi bharatiyam bharatiya country is one which on account of spirituality was able to spread peace and prosperity in the entire world vedam veda is the very basis of bharatiya culture ee vedam bodhinchinatundi motta modati సత్యం వద ధర్మం చర ది ఫస్ట్ సత్యమును ఉచ్చరించు ధర్మమును ఆచరించు 
the first lesson propounded by veda is speak the truth follow righteousness ee naadu satyamnu kevalam ucharichatame ledhu but today unfortunately people do not speak truth at all ucharistunnare kaani aacharinchatam ledhu they only speak righteousness but do not follow righteousness dharmamnu aacharinchali righteousness has to be followed dharma rakshate rakshitah dharmame manavulu rakshinchetundi it is the righteousness which protects the people who follow that ee dharmam ante emi what do you mean by righteousness kevala mana aacharalu mana sampradayalu ee maatrame kaadu it is not these external habits and traditions manasekam vachasekam karman ekam ide manavuni yokka dharmam the true dharma of man is to bring about unity between his thought the world and deed mankind is man the proper study of mankind is man ee moodintini ekattavu gavinchali there is a need for unifying these three things apude trikarana suddhi yerpadutundi then only there will be purity of three ah, instruments of man ee mana dharmam and that trikarana suddhi purity of three instruments is our dharma ee naadu maatalu endu veru kalampulu endu veru kriyalu marokutiga maarutu raavatam chethane dharmam chinichipoyindi today righteousness has declined because there is difference between one's thinking one's talking and one's actions kanaka veda dharmamu satyam vada dharmam chera the declaration of vedas is speak the truth follow righteousness satyanna pravadhavyam elanti paristhitulu endaina kodanu neevu satyanni vadalavaddu dharmanna pratidam pravadhavyam anaga dharmani neevu vadala pettavaddu Upanishads have declared that under any trying circumstances do not give up speaking truth. Yalan tiparisthini endu pranapayam sambhavinchina samayam nandu kaani dharmamunu maatram maararadu. Even if you have to lose your life and under even such circumstances Harishchandrudu sadhinchinatundi vratham that is the vow which Satya Harishchandra has achieved and practiced. Yalanti pavitramaitundi yokka Upanishadulu kodanu manavuliki parivaru bodhistu vachayi. Sacred Upanishads have taught great lessons to the man so there is a powerful clip which from here as you said quite strong words yeah but uh, this segment starts off with a very beautiful example of the seed and the tree right i mean uh, so inspiring because in that simple example swami tells everything that needs to be told and um, if you think of how the seed germinates and becomes a tree it needs fostering and protection when yes. when it is young when it's a sapling yes. but then it gives say, shade and it gives protection from all natural forces yes isn't yes. that uh, the entire uh, samskriti the process of samskriti is so beautifully explained in that yes. example yeah i think that is also something which uh, swami is you know put it uh, rephrased it in a different way where swami says that you know you follow what is right and wrong mm-hmm. till the point where you transcend right and wrong okay it is quite similar to what swami is saying that you know where you talk of discipline as a means of protection mm-hmm. and then where uh, uh, swami would say about good company you have yeah. to keep company as long as company matters to you correct then after a period of time you become good company correct you don't get influenced by the bad company of others very true so that process of Uh, samskriti and growth is very beautifully explained and how does swami connect that to love love is a divine quality in man but it should be shown not only outward towards other human beings but also towards beats i think what I, swami is saying is that's an important aspect of samskriti i think what swami is telling is uh, as you said you know there is something special about being human okay and that is that he has a divine aspect which he can realize mm-hmm. and then swami is saying the most i think the most obvious manifestation of that divinity is love okay he said once that the core or the seed of creation is itself love i separated myself from myself so that i could love myself yes sir. so everybody seeks love and uh, ultimately it is through that love that you go back and yes. merge in love the same love which separated itself from right. itself hmm. you know thinking of that statement i always used to wonder what was the uh, import of that i have separated myself from myself to love myself and uh, hmm. suppose i start off 
started from my house mm-hmm. and they say I'm going to buy this thing I'm mm-hmm. go- that is the task I've given myself mm-hmm. so when would I come back to my house mm-hmm. after I complete the task correct so here is Swami giving us a clue mm-hmm. he says I have separated myself from myself mm-hmm. to love myself mm-hmm. so I'm not going to come back to myself mm-hmm. unless the task of loving myself is done okay and so I, I feel Swami is telling that the secret is when you love everybody as yourself Beautiful, but then he extends it beyond human beings. Right, he that's says, what he's <laughs> saying that you know, to love transcends that duality and that you know that diversity yes. in physical form. Such an form. expansion of love, giving up narrowness and developing broad-mindedness, which results in real joy for oneself and for the society as well. This aspect of uh, Swami's teachings, where what is good for you is a priority, but at the same time it should be good for the society as well. Can you think of any situations where somebody thinks this is for my good, but then it doesn't result in the good for society? Something like greed possibly. If a person thinks only of himself and say this is good for me and keeps accumulating wealth for example or is very greedy and selfish and is not thinking of the society. You know, um, Swami once said ceiling on desires is civilization. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so that is the Sanskriti yes, process, and yes. as we know, the five areas of food, and you yes. know, uh, sometimes we tell the children when uh, we tell them not to waste food, that see God even in a grain of rice, correct? Because all the elements have come together to generate that grain of rice, the earth and the air and uh, the, water. the water, and you know, all that. Mm-hmm. So it is God's hand. You should recognize in the grain of rice and not, uh, not waste that. Right. And Swami would and tell in many, you know, if you drop a handkerchief and somebody picks it up and gives it to you, you say thank you. Yes. Correct. And yes. here is God who is doing so much for you and where is the gratitude? And even knowledge, um, that is one of them, uh, that it should be used for the benefit of society. Mm-hmm. And uh, many times today, this craze for name and fame yes. amongst men, amongst professionals, so, knowledge, whatever you have, should be shared for the good of society. Wealth should be used for the good of society, like that. I remember um, for energy, you know, Swami says, talk less. Yes. And, uh, you know, don't waste energy. When he used to uh, come out of the interview room, he would be very uh, careful to switch off the light and fan. It was Correct. done by Swami himself. Yes, auntie. And uh, even as regards talking, he used to say that um, limited talk mm-hmm. gives limitless joy. <laughs> There's a very beautiful couplet which Swami says in Telugu, right? Mm-hmm. Which is Ati Basha Mati Hani. Mati Hani. Uh, more mita, harmful. Mita Basha Ati Hai. <laughs> With uh, less talk, you get more joy. Right. So it's uh, control of senses, uh, whether it's the sight or the tongue or the hearing. So what you're saying is that when you control the senses, then you're moving towards civilization and concealing on desires. And yes, on desires. So greed, uh, selfishness. Swami many times says selfishness is the problem for the, you know, for all the all evils, uh, in yes, the problems of the world today. That's very true, Auntie. Yes. Because as I mentioned <laughs> even last time, I cannot remove that image from my mind. You know, Swami hitting the table, swartamu, 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 <laughs> so much of force. Yes. It's really. I think it's a, there's a beautiful connection, Auntie, with what you say. Because here you're saying that even a seed in sprouting, you know, draws so much from nature around. Mm-hmm. So similarly, I think each of us as individuals. Even for being what we are today, we have drawn so much from the society around. So I think it is not only our duty to give back to the society, but even conservation also becomes a means of giving back to the society. You know, Swami once spoke about Mm non-violence. In fact, a whole discourse uh, Mm -hmm. about non-violence. And he said, usually we think um, that violence is hurting someone. Uh, But there's also another subtle aspect. And he said, it's not just someone else, but also yourself. And he said that anything done excessively Mm -hmm. uh, causes harm, like too much talking, too much eating, even too much listening. Mm -hmm. He says you should concern yourself with what concerns you and not listen to all and sundry and everything. And, um, you know, the seed and the tree, the connection. Yes. Yes. hmm? 
so he says that if you can understand the connection between prakriti mm-hmm. the vesture of god mm-hmm. nature in which god is omnipresent and the individual encased in the body and god then you would practice uh, non violence you would not hurt anyone because you would be aware of the divinity in all in the all. three correct and living extravagantly you hurt the five elements so this is an if you live extravagantly it's an aspect of violence oh okay <laughs> and excessively so it is you are causing yourself violence and also those around you indirectly next you know today when we were discussing about swami's childhood yes that was one of the points which actually struck us you know not we were not trying to make that point it really struck us because when we look at swami's childhood he actually showed us how to live with your head held high even in poverty yes you should even yes. when you have you don't have enough how yes. to keep up your family name how to keep up your own self respect yes. but if you contrasted with how swami lived in the later life he had all wealth under his command he just needed to ask but when you have everything under your command how simply you live absolutely really yes so swami actually showed us both you know extremes of how you deal with it life that's true because it's, i don't know if it fits into the context but you know when they had the first press meet with the tr- members of the central trust there was a question asked and one of the trustees very rightly answered what are you talking swami didn't even have a bank account <laughs> i mean yes. Yes. to to lead a life he, he didn't even have a bank account And so as Swami would say I don't even have pockets in my robe <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes that's and right. um, he 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 told that in even in uh, as Swami says that uh, culture is eating sleeping and everything i remember once he he was mentioning that he has ragi mudda that is ragi yes. with groundnut chutney yes yes and uh, that is uh, f- for two reasons one is it is nutritious and it's very good for health and secondly even the poorest man can afford that <laughs> i mean so inspiring yes. even yes. Uh, when we say ceiling on desires or when you say restraint how perfect yes. <laughs> yes. every time you look at all this you know it just it hits you like you know when swami says my life is my message yes it is it is in no dimension an overstatement Yes. and right from his mm. childhood correct it is not that he set the example at any later stage but right <laughs> from his childhood and i think the another interesting point which ami made in that clip is you know it's very dangerous these people who are humans only in form correct <laughs> correct you know it's not only useless but it's also dangerous dangerous those who are in the form of you know akara manodu swami says yes those who remain humans only in form mm this adveshta sarvabhutanam that swami mentioned here there are discourses where he has just taken this shloka of bhagavad gita and given an entire discourse yes. adveshta sarvabhutanam maitra karuna eva cha nirmamo nirhankara samadukha sukhakshame samadukha sukhakshame means who who is happy in uh, you know who is uh, not equal perturbed minded. equal minded in joy and in sorrow equanimity once he said that the measure of one spiritual progress is that mm. if you wonder how much or are you progressing or have mm-hmm. you progressed uh, you can measure it by this that oh. when you know the ups and downs how equal minded can you be that is the definition of a devotee that swami stated in his letter right. way back in 1947 yes to be my devotee you should be It's equal like, minded you know, somebody observed the whole bhakti yoga and bhagavad gita doesn't actually tell you how to get devotion correct it says what are the qualities of a person who has devotion correct in fact something which keeps repeating in that is one who is dear you know yomad bhakta samay priya right. yomad bhakta samay priya the one who is not affected mm-hmm. by the highs and lows of life yes and again swami is reiterating in this clip the point you know that dharma does not mean just observing traditions i think that that is something which a trap we might all get into Mm-hmm. where you say you no know, we are a traditional family and we are mm. we are following the indian culture correct and you know going back to that thing of swami saying those who are humans only in form i think mm. it's quite similar to swami saying people are worshiping actors now correct because what is external mm-hmm. is more obvious and it is easy to follow correct 
the hero worship or whatever is happening mm-hmm. but i sometimes wonder you know swami mentions about king harishchandra who had to really go through a lot of trials in his life i just wonder why only good people suffer always <laughs> No actually I, I had a conversation with one of my teachers okay he was telling us the life of one of the uh, sikh gurus mm-hmm. uh, i think arjun dev singh or something and he is mm-hmm. a person who is really tested okay he stands by his words and you know a lot of atrocities against him mm-hmm. so he said uh, at one point arjun dev singh said that you know i want to show he had all the powers in mm-hmm. the world he said mm-hmm. i want to show how a person who does not have these powers have to endure this okay, okay. and when this uh, teacher told us this in class you know one boy asked a very pertinent question sir but will this not scare away people from truth mm. you know of course mm. it does show how you have to handle mm. uh, and pursue truth mm. but will it not scare people away from the path of mm. truth mm. and you know very very instantaneously and without thinking he said yes truth is not for the faint faint hearted mm. <laughs> and that is why swami is repeatedly saying here mm. whatever is the obstacle which comes whatever is the situation which might you know uh, throw you off your feet but you have to stick to truth and righteousness it's all part of the same samskriti as we just talked yes. about the gold has to go through the fire it has to go through the beating of the goldsmith before it actually becomes an ornament in his childhood stories when narrating swami said that somebody asked why should he as a little boy had to go through all these difficulties mm-hmm. and when he was staying with his elder brother mm-hmm. and there's so many stories uh, incidents narrated so swami said that um, see this is all the play all the uh, incidents were you know uh, went like this otherwise how would i highlight the proper behavior mm-hmm. to students as we said you know he would keep up the family name and you know how how would i highlight <laughs> how you should behave that's what he says if i didn't experience these difficulties absolutely so i could show you how to behave under those circumstances that's, that's what we, we were you know in a discussion we said ramana maharishi had that deadly disease towards the end of his life if he had not had it people would not value would not have valued his words when he said i'm not this body Mm. and i'm not concerned with this body he lived it at that time you know somebody who was suffering if he had come to ramana maharshi and ramana maharshi said you're not the body he would tell what do you know about pain mm. so you know to put that weight behind his teaching he had to actually undergo that and i think that's what swami did mm. in his entire life as krishna says name parthasti kartavyam trishulokeshu kinchana nana vaptam avaptavyam vartaye vachakarmani You know, I'm not bound worlds. by any action in all the three worlds but I act so that I can set an example to man. Yes. Avi I think we are it was the end of this session. I think it's been a wonderful session Saiprakash and Aunty so glad that you could be a part of this. It would definitely be an understatement to say that you've enriched <laughs> this session really we've enjoyed having your experience with us today. I wish really we can have a telephonic uh, uh, connection <laughs> from here and then auntie can speak from there. <laughs> Definitely. Maybe someday unlike how Swami says science and technology is being used for distraction <laughs> we should use it for bringing out this. <laughs> Thank you Isn't so it? much. Thank you auntie. Thank you so much. Nothing gives me more pleasure than talking about Swami, talking about his teachings. It charges your batteries. Yes auntie. Very true. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you Aunty and dear listeners that brings us to the end of the second episode of Shravanam Mananam Natidhyasanam and uh, if you joined us late we were playing clips from the discourse the first discourse of 1990 Samakos um, we still have what 15 20 minutes of that discourse to go which we will continue next week and till then uh, this is Prem from Team Radio Sai and with me is Sai Prakash we offer our humble pranams and bhagwan's lotus feet once again and this humble effort of ours sairam you just heard an episode of our radio series shravanam mananam nididhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment that is hosted live on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai's sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast 
live on 25th April 2013. And here, Prem and Sai Prakash were joined by Mrs. Fanny Panda, a Balvikas guru for more than four decades. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered by Bhagavan as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality, 1990. Today, the clips played were from the inaugural discourse delivered on the morning of 20th May, 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same day, same time next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashant Nilayam.